Blog Talk Radio. So this is Robbie Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, and also the NAFI Global Coordinator. NAFI is the largest global network for women. Check it out at www.nafi.com. And if you want to know more about me, go to www.robbymotter.com. Each week, I get to bring you a dynamic guest. And today, my guest is Diane Collins. Imagine if your thoughts were as up-to-date as your technology. Well, it is possible when you quantum think. My guest today is Diane Collins. She is an original thinker and media personality, author of the six-time award-winning bestseller, Do You Quantum Think? New Thinking That Will Rock Your World considered a must-read book for our changing time. Diane's life is dedicated to people living spirited, joyful, and masterful lives through leaps in awareness and learning what she calls the psychic, psychic of mind. Diane created the Quantum Think System of Thinking, 21 principles that connect us to living our full potential, from inner serenity to harmonious relationships business results, and global affairs. And do you quantum think Diane puts it all together, integrating science, philosophy, and spirituality, and drawing on sources from cutting-edge scientific innovations to the wisdom of the world's greatest spiritual leaders, made practical in daily life. Diane's work makes it easy and enjoyable for us to think and think in our modern quantum age to live happier lives with confidence and mastery. You can reach Diane Collins on her website at www.diannecollins, and that's D-I-A-N-N-E, Collins, C-O-L-L-I-N-S.com. Welcome, Diane, to the show today. I'm so excited to have you as my guest. Hello. Diane, are you there? Um, Hello? Hello. Robbie? Yes. Are you there, Diane? Yes. Oh, somehow we Are you can you hear me now? I can hear you now. I couldn't hear you before. Um, okay, um, listen. because um, I want to call you from my a better uh landline. I know we're, we're into the, the show now. We're on the air right now. Okay. Well can you hear okay. me okay? Be- I can hear you now. I couldn't hear you before. Oh, so I don't know what happened there. 
Anyway, Robbie, hello. I was saying I'm delighted to be with you and your listeners and that I am just thrilled to be with such an accomplished woman as yourself in this conversation. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to learn about quantum thinking. Um, Why do you think we need a new way of thinking? Well, we're in a different world today than uh, the one that we've been brought up, you could say, to think in. And when you look about the technology and how it's changed the whole way that we do business, the way we communicate with each other personally, the way we build relationships, that we're in this 24-7 accelerating pace of change, increasing complexity and choice, Every day as our institutions are undergoing uh, their own kind of evolution, revolution, uh, that really leads back to each of us in our own uh, individual lives and our businesses, Robbie, that you realize we to if we've been brought up to think in a step-by-step approach to life, you know, get all the circumstances lined up before you make a decision, uh, try to see the whole picture <laughs> in order to move forward, then we're going to be really huffing and puffing trying to catch up. So what quantum thinking and new thinking is about is about using the faculties of mind that we never really learned in, in conventional education, and that is the power of intent. How do we use our intuition to make direct, connections with opportunities and with the kind of intelligence from infinite intelligence that we need to move quickly. Wow, that is great. Tell us about the distinction you you discovered that we can use in our lives to create better lives. Well, you know, one I make in quantum think is actually a system of thinking. It's 21 principles and practices for the mind and awareness that enable us to make so that you're thinking from a new perspective. So I would say that one of the very important distinction for women in business, for anyone in business, and uh, by the way, I should say that my husband, Alan Collins, is my partner in life. (laughs) We've been married for 25 years. And we have been presenting Quantum Think in businesses to executives and managers and major corporations that you would know the name of and uh, to officials in the United States government agencies, some of them, and as well to entrepreneurs, to homemakers and students around the world. So we know that this new thinking does work. And the one that came to mind as I knew I was going to be in conversation with you, Robbie, is one that is very simple to understand and to use the practice. And that is the principle that I call distinctions in new thinking called success to mastery. And it really relates to this accelerated pace that we're in today, that in many ways we've developed habits of thinking that we don't realize limit us. And 
when you move, it, when you realize that even your successes can be limiting factors. Now, that sounds counterintuitive because you think, oh, well, if it worked last time, right, <laughs> it should work next time. And that may be true. However, if you make your form, you know, your successes from the past, a new formula, sometimes that can really blindsight you because what we're in today is a very different situation. And as I was saying, as you think about, well, what am I passionate about now? You know, when the world is undergoing this rampant change, it really does, we take pause and we step back and we say, what do we really want? And, and how will I go about this? And what's important? What's valuable to me now? And if you relate to yourself only from the past, from the successes of the past, you may miss opportunities that can arise now if you can go beyond the limits of your own thinking. And this is a very simple thing because as I'm saying it to you and to everyone, I'm actually distinguishing it right now in our awareness. So this principle, success to mastery, means that today we can operate from a state of mastery. What does that mean? Well, the state of masterful performance is an actual state that is its really innate in each one of us when we connect to it, and we've all experienced it. Because when you're looking at something new or you want to have, if you have a new goal, if you have a new direction for your business, if you want to do your marketing or PR, I know that you do coaching in that, Robbie, in a new way, then it does require to be in that state. And this is how I distinguish it. Mastery is the state of what, being in the question, what will work? now and going forward what is best in right and right in this situation rather than being limited by the past now your past successes are always with you they're kind of in the repertoire of your being so they're there you could rely on what's worked in the past but you don't have to be limited by it so the way just to finish up on this one principle that I thought I would share, and and I can give an example too if you want to know, but uh, how it works out. But you know, the practice, which I call the recreation, for each of the twenty-one quantum thing distinctions in new thinking, there's a recreation. It means recreating the distinction in your life because that's really the importance. Is not just to know the wisdom, but to actually embody it, to integrate it, to live it as a way of life. The practice is very simple. Everyone can do this right now without having read Do You Quantum Think or know a thing about more about it. And that is the practice to listen from not knowing. Listen from not knowing. Now, we always listen from knowing automatically because that's how we survive. <laughs> you know, we always relate to what's going on now. It's sort of a, it's a it's an okay, it's an automatic tendency. So you have to listen from not knowing as an actual conscious act of awareness. 
And the best example I give is that, as I said, I've worked and lived with my husband, Alan. He's a master quantum coach for more than 25 years. And so every morning we have what I call our breakfast today. We also read spiritual literature together to keep us connected. But what I have to do is I listen from not knowing to him because here's someone I know very well. I've worked with him. I could assume, you know, what is going to come out of his mouth, you know, what kind of thinking does he have. But when I when he wants to tell me something, and it takes a nanosecond, Robbie, to do this, I say to myself, let me listen to, from not knowing to Alan right now in this moment. And what happens is because I'm not inserting my, uh, you know, even silently, because we do pick up things. This is quantum thinking means we exist in fields and the fields are invisible, but we're connected through the fields. That's how you can intuit how someone is or feel their happiness or their disgruntledness. We feel each other this way and we exchange the energy in this way. So when I listen from not knowing, I'm there like a blank slate. And what happens is the other person can actually hear themselves think. And what happens is because we do exist in, we could say, intelligence, in intelligent mind fields, that ideas will come up, opportunities will come up, from that connection in the relational field, as I like to call it, in the exchange, when you're listening from not knowing, you're listening to hear something that you've never heard before, that you've never seen in this person before, even if you know them 25 years. So that is like all kinds of miraculous things will arise just from that one very, very simple practice to listen from not knowing. Wow, that's powerful. Why is allowing so important in quantum thinking? Well, allowing is important uh, as what what we call the passive dynamic of creation. So if you look at, okay, right, we're born into a human life uh, and we receive all the grace that goes with that and all the gifts and talents that are unique to us. And we also have uh, our connection through, you know, I say the great paradox of being human is we're universally the same and we're individually unique. And so I looked at it like this, Robbie. How do we create anything? You know, without sounding like double talk, what do we really want? We all want what we want. And I'm very logical. So I thought, well, then how do we get what we want? Well, you'd have to know what are the dynamics of creation that we have been bestowed with by virtue of human birth. And what we've discovered and and the all the spiritual wisdom has known it for throughout the ages, throughout the millennia. And now the quantum science is proving it that our own intent consciously generated the, the intent, our directed int- attention and energy does create 
a kind of resonance. So when we say to one another, well, I resonate with that or I don't resonate with that, we can actually generate something that we call resonance, personal resonance. And what you resonate, you emanate. And what you emanate does become an attraction factor. And so when we look at this allowing, okay, so I call intent the active dynamic of creation for human beings. Allowing is the passive dynamic. What does that mean? Well, when you set up an intent, and the way that I use it in quantum thinking, it's not the same as an intention like a goal, like a future goal, like I want my business to earn a million dollars this year. That, I would say, is an intention. It's a measurable goal. Whereas intent, you're setting up a perspective, a context to live from, to operate your business from, to set up your own personal financial resonance. And you set it up to activate many results consistent with your intent. So a statement of intent in this case may be, and I like to say this to people because, again, when you're quantum thinking, you're not looking in the circumstances. You're looking in the power of your own intent. And so an intent statement might be something like, I'm delighted with how my financial status is unfolding. I'm delighted with the opportunities that are bringing me great financial results in my business. Now, that statement, Robbie, is not based in evidence. That statement is a statement of context that you're choosing to live from. So it's neither true nor false. It doesn't fit into that category. It's simply like the glass half empty or the glass half full. Which one are you going to choose? (laughs) Or, you know, remember the story, I can't think of it now, about the wolf, you know, the good wolf and the bad wolf. Which one is going, you know, one is positive, one is negative. Which one is going to uh, prevail, the one that you feed? It's something like that. And so allowing as the passive dynamic, we're not used to that because the automatic way that we're used to is like, okay, We have a goal. What should we do, right? Or we have an intention. Let's get it going, you know, or if it didn't go, we're we're frustrated and, you know, we're wondering, well, that didn't work. What else should I do? Where Because we need to implement this principle of allowing. You create your intent and then you allow the infinitely intelligent field that you are making that connection through your intent for uh, a dynamic financial opportunity to unfold for you in your business. And you watch for the opportunities. That's the principle of allowing. It's like the intent is like planting a seed. The allowing is watching it grow. And of course, We must take action. So the action would be giving your seed the proper light, the proper nourishment. As you watch it grow, you interact. You're in a co-creative dance with your intent, and you're allowing for the opportunities to, to arise, and you're alert and watchful for them. 
And that's the principle of allowing. That's why it's so important because, as they say in quantum science, and quantum think is not about science. It's about how we can use the discoveries of science to shape the way we think. And as we think, so we become. Our thinking gives rise to our actions and therefore to all of our results. So it's very important to examine and to take command of your own thinking habits. And this is one of the ways that we do it. Well, how do you obtain and maintain peace of mind in a chaotic, uncertain world that we're living in? Well, I'm glad you asked that question (laughs) because that is really what we're all looking for today, right? And, uh, And I'm sure that you run into this all the time with your clients and in your speaking engagements as we do as well and because you know uh, rich or poor young or old black or white thin or fat man or woman we all have to deal with our own mind and so you realize well how do i achieve this peace this peace of mind this peaceful state and one of the ways an important way is to create a new relationship with your thoughts And this is how we can do this right now. Because we exist in fields. Now, remember in, well, not remember, but one of the points that we make in quantum thinking is that we've all been brought up under really a different era, a different kind of nature of reality, where everything was organized and oriented around the physical five senses because The classical science of the 17th century, which people don't realize, but it does shape the assumptions that and the beliefs we live by, and they said only matter is real, only the physical is real. So everything is based around that. So when we're in school, we study the brain, we study the physical matter, but we're not studying these, what I call the five natural faculties of mind. I mentioned some of them, intent, intuition, subtle energy, resonance, and meditation, which is that peaceful state. That's also innate in all of us. It's one of our natural faculties of mind when we can connect to it. Now, that old world view, which gave rise to the industrial age, the machine age, now we're in the quantum age, right, the computer digital age, that old world view, we could say, without insulting any of us, in many ways, our thoughts became a little bit mechanical too. And we didn't learn because we didn't pay attention to what is invisible, even though we know everything that ever was invented by humankind started with a thought. Thought is invisible. And yet we haven't until now, it's becoming, you know, they're starting to teach mindfulness, but it's even a bigger picture than that where we can be attentive to what is in the invisible field that surrounds us because we know we're in, it's an energy field, but it's also an intelligent energy. So a lot of the thoughts that we have, Robbie, I say they're not even our own. So you could say that thoughts just visit. Um, And here's how you create new relationships with your thoughts. You can make a distinction Right now, and by the way, this can free you forever, literally, uh, from any kind of 
uh, negative thoughts or beliefs that you may have that you have been living as if they're the absolute truth because from a quantum worldview, when you're quantum thinking, you realize, as the science has told us, that there's no static and fixed way that reality is. There's nothing cemented in stone. We're not stuck with any thought we have. So when I say make a distinction between a thought that just visits from the surrounding mind field, for fun I like to call it the thoughosphere. You know, there's a biosphere around the body and around the earth. There's the thoughosphere that you're picking up on. Make a distinction between a thought that just visits from the thoughtosphere and a thought that you initiate, that you are consciously choosing. Now, this doesn't mean you have to monitor every thought. But if you're having thoughts that you are giving meaning to that are stressing you or distressing you in any way, then you don't have to latch on to them. What Alan, my husband, partner, and I say, let them fly by like a bird past your window, and then what? Return to what is my intent now? And literally, you can let those thoughts go because you can't change the thought. As Alan says, what the thought gets there before you do. We are that unbounded awareness, the awareness that can be aware of what is crossing our mind. So that's the good news, Robbie, because that means we can be a choice. Now, I call the other thing the myth of choice because if you were choosing, you would not choose a disparaging, a negative, a self-deprecating thought about yourself or someone else or, you know, about the situation in the world. You wouldn't choose it. That's how you know you don't have to own that thought. So I say just because you have a thought doesn't make it the truth. It's not the absolute for all fixed, you know, for all time. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to identify it with any way. If it is not a thought that serves you or others, let it fly by like a bird past your window and return to creating in that moment your own intent. So is that I said a lot, but that's how you create. We just created this minute uh, a new relationship with our thoughts. This can give you great peace of mind, particularly if you do this in a habitual way. It becomes your new habit where you realize you're not stuck. Sometimes I'll have a thought. And I'll think, oh, you know, you go into the worry, the doubt, the insecurity, and I'll say, what if, what if this happens? And you know, Alan will say to me, well, why do you want to, why do you want to be stuck in that reality? And this is how quick it is, Robbie. I'll say, oh yeah, you're right, and I move on. Oh, so does that make sense? Yes, it does. And now I can see why that you say the new thinking will rock your world with your book. We're down to a little less than two minutes left. So let's tell them uh, how they can get your book and how they can reach you. Great. 
Well, the best place to reach me is on my website, diannecollins.com, D-I-A-N-N-E-C-O-L-L-I-N-S. And on there, you'll find all about my book. It's in hardcover and all ebook editions, and it's available everywhere online and in stores. And you'll see a lot of free audio and video, my blog. I'm a blogger on the Huffington Post, and uh, connect with me on social media. But, you know, I don't know if I have another 30 seconds to just say one thing. You do. You have about 30 seconds. Okay. And that is when you think about women in business, and when I'm saying this for all of us, I'm a woman in business, and we think about the realities that we hold in place. And one of the realities we've held in place is the reality of the glass, the glass ceiling. And I think that's one of those thoughts that as women, we, it's time to let that thought fly by and just create what we want and not be concerned about anything that's limiting us. That and, uh, yeah, right. Right. That was my little soapbox for for today. But well, thank you so Diana, much for having me. It's been absolutely fabulous. We've been interviewing with Diane Collins, and she is the original thinker and media personality and author of the six-time winning award bestseller, Do You Quantum Think? New Thinking That Will Rock Your World. It's been considered a must-read book for our changing times. Well, Diane, thank you so much, and I can't wait to read this book. I'm just honored to be here. Thank you, Robbie. Bye now.